the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Vice President Mike Pence says he would agree to take a lie detector test in a heartbeat to prove he isn't the author of an anti-Trump New York Times opinion piece. A top Pence aide has already said that the vice president did not write the anonymous piece criticizing President Trump's leadership. The vice president says whoever wrote the New York Times editorial does not know what's happening at the White House. Is he demanding? Yes. Is he a strong leader who expects things done yesterday? Yes. Uh, but, uh, but for someone to say that, that what we've accomplished in the last 18 months is in spite of this president's leadership, it just reflects an ignorance uh, about, about President Trump and about our administration. Audio courtesy of CBS's Face the Nation. South Carolina's governor says residents should count on a lot of wind and a lot of rain from Hurricane Florence this week. Governor Henry McMaster in a news conference on Sunday. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh wants the politics out of the Supreme Court nomination process. It really exposed the fraud that the Democrats are engaged in right now. This guy, Brett Kavanaugh, is really, really super, super qualified. But the Democrats cannot help but just get stupidly political. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You really been enjoying the great programming we have here? Well, we want to know about it. Share your story with us. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, use the keyword story, share a video message. Just for doing so, you're automatically entered to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. am1280thepatriot.com, use the keyword story. AM1280, The Patriot. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwick with your family bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. 
One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way It's 4 o'clock Sunday. What does that mean to you? You know what it means. It means it's the best hour in radio. It is the best hour in media anywhere, podcast or otherwise. And you can listen to us live, 4 o'clock Sundays, every week here on 1280 AM, The Patriot. At 4 p.m., or you can go to our podcast, and, you know, you pull out your iPhone, you go to that little uh, podcast icon, you, pu- you, you punch that in, and, and you put in my name, Andrew Parker, and there it is, the Victory Hour, coming to you whenever you want to hear smart, plain talk on Israel politics and the law. There are nearly a hundred podcasts now that we have loaded on that icon. So you can go back and follow the issues of the day, both here and in Israel, and as it relates to the law. And now we've got quite a bit of that at the Supreme Court, as you've been watching all this past week. Holy moly, do we have news this week to talk about on the Victory Hour. Give us a call because we're live, 651-289-4488. Pull out your yellow pad and number two pencil. Sharpen that baby up and write down the number, 651-289-4488. Give us a call. We're going to cover today democracy, the foundational issues of our democracy and our Constitution, taking into account our Bill of Rights and our freedoms and liberties. And we're going to cover that topic, those foundational issues, in the context of three newsworthy, you know, and I usually don't do this. I usually don't talk about what everybody else is talking about in the news. But this week, I do want to talk about the national anthem controversy in the NFL. I want to talk about this anonymous op-ed that has been published in that Oracle of Truth, the New York Times. And I also want to talk about the fact that our recent president, Barack Obama, has taken to the campaign trail. Yeah, couldn't be out of office for even two years before he's back into it, spinning the truth into lies, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and how Barack Obama is trying to take credit for what Donald Trump has done. It's almost laughable, and we're going to identify it, not with opinion and pablum, but facts, smart, plain talk. And you ask, as it relates to the Victory Hour, what is our aim? You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory there is no survival. 
Let that be realized. Let that be realized. Without victory, there is no survival. That's absolutely the case. And coming up this November, much of what I talk about today is at stake. And so when you go into that ballot booth, although today it's not so much of a booth, it's this little plastics cube that you walk up to and, you know, anybody can see what you're voting. You know what? If they're there long enough, they might recognize that you came back to vote twice because, frankly, you can vote and vote and vote. No, that is a felony. You're not supposed to do that. However, if you can breathe, you can vote. And by the way, Sometimes, particularly in Chicago, but elsewhere, even if you can't breathe, you have voted. Listen, as we start to focus on our democracy and the constitutional foundations of our democracy, uh, issues now and again percolate that uh, pull at the fabric of our constitutional system Uh, as it relates to free speech, certainly, which is one of the tougher issues that we deal with regularly, but also some of our other constitutional separations, including separation of power between the different branches of government. As it relates, though, to the First Amendment, the issue of the national anthem and standing with patriotic salute toward our country during at the beginning of a sporting event, has become a front and center political issue. Whether you agree or not with those who kneel, and I'll speak in particular regarding Colin Kaepernick, whether you agree uh, with his political view, his political position or not, there is one thing we can, I think, all agree on. The NFL has completely botched this thing. These are the business owners of all of the teams and of the entire business of the NFL. And by the way, it is a business. It is not a government-run institution. You might think that because of the folly with which they have handled this issue, but it is not. It is a business. And if your employees come to work and do something that causes a huge impact on you getting customers, you do something about it. Hello? I don't care if you agree or disagree. Let's take a look at this a second. In March of 1996... Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Anybody know who he is? He was, a, he was actually quite a talented guard on the Denver Nuggets in the NBA. 1996, 22 years ago. He refused to stand for the national anthem before his team's NBA game. What did the NBA and Commissioner David Stern do? Well, they suspended him indefinitely and they fined him $32,000 the amount he was paid per game, by the way, that he was out. Abdul Rauf, who had played college basketball at LSU, and his name then was Chris Jackson, he then converted to Islam, he refused to stand because he believed the American flag was a symbol of oppression and the United States had a long history of tyranny, and he made that very public. David Stern took his action, And rather than Abdul Raif continue his protest, he sat out, took it for a while, then he came back to play. Nobody else followed him. And that controversy was over rather quickly. And by the way, Abdul Raif was soon let go and was not picked up by any other owner because he was radioactive for business. And that's what this is, a business. So let's not forget that. What has happened now in the NFL? 
This has been going on. We're going into our third season. It's been going on for two seasons. The NFL viewership, TV, and by the way, the TV contract for the NFL is billions. It is the foundation of that business. TV viewership is down 20% in those two years. And you know what? All these people that support the kneelers are trying to say, oh, it's because of this. It's because of Trump. It's because Trump got elected. That's laughable. It started the very day Colin Kaepernick took a knee. You do not mix politics and business when you're in the NFL and you can do something about it. So what do they do, these brilliant uh, owners? There are many that are businessmen who get it, but there are many like those in San Francisco who don't get it at all. What do they do? They first pass a kind of lukewarm policy against allowing it. And then they pull back on that and say, we're putting that on hold. So now it's, you know, uh, uh, free field for anybody. Go kneel. Don't come out. You know, give the flag the finger. That's going to be the next thing. Boy. I am watching one team and one team only, the Minnesota Vikings, because they are not kneeling. I'm done with the rest of them, just like many others. 20% down in viewership, the NFL. Listen, we're going to be right back. While we're gone, go to ParkerDK.com, often referred to as an award-winning website. And you know what? When you see it, you're going to know why. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. 
middle of the afternoon. And while my hands make a living, my mind's home loving, loving you. Ronnie Millsap with us today on the Victory Hour. We're back, and many of you listen, I know, each week for the Smart Plane Talk, but there are others of you that listen for the in-and-out music. What's Parker going to play this week? Well, Ronnie Millsap is coming to the Twin Cities, and I thought I'd give you a little preview with a twang. I'm thinking about you, I'm checking the clock on the wall, then it's good. All right, let's get down to business. Listen. If you uh, have your yellow pad out, you'll already have written on it, 651-289-4488. We're live. Give us a call, and if we have time, we'll put you on. I do have a lot to discuss today. We're talking democracy. We're talking First Amendment, and we are talking in particular about how to maintain our constitutional system of government in the face of all of those who want to tear it down. And let me tell you what I mean in that regard. I want to turn to the anonymous op-ed issue which has come out uh, related to the New York Times printing an op-ed from an anonymous essay writer who claims to be in the upper echelons of the Donald J. Trump administration. I want to lay the foundation of this anonymous op-ed before we get into it, because I bet most of you haven't read it. Well, we're going to talk about the facts on the Victory Hour. The foundation is this. In the last 30 years, here have been the presidents of the United States. Okay, we're going back now to when Ronald Reagan walked out of the White House onto the helicopter back to California. 1989, January. We were coming up on 30 years. You got George H.W. Bush. You got eight years of Clinton. You got eight years of George W. Bush. You got eight years of Barack Obama. And you got two years of almost, of Donald Trump, all right? The Bushes, Clinton, and Obama all had us moving in one direction. A little bit of tweak here, a little bit of tweak there. The most tweak was Obama, who really drove us left. But uh, certainly uh, it was, I, you know, I don't like to wor- use the word establishment politics, but it was politics, business as usual, all of these men, professional politicians, to say that Barack Obama was not is a joke. I mean, he is. Yeah, he was a community activist, but he, he also was a senator, and few are better at talking up a storm and spinning it uh, like Barack Obama. So it was these politicians. Now we are struck with two years of Donald Trump. Is it a wonder that the entirety of the political establishment, uh, not the entirety, but many on, uh, on, on the right, and then the entirety on the left, are absolutely opposed to the way this president does things? Some of those on the right like what he is doing, but they absolutely oppose the way he is doing it. It is not surprising because it is not business as usual. So, you've got these lifetime bureaucrat political people who are in the White House, many of them very smart, and they don't like the way the president is doing things. And, and, and then you have the media that is absolutely going to assail him. Remember, this is a media. I'm talking now, let's use as an example the New York Times, but you could substitute in a number of different newspapers. But the New York Times, uh, you know, rises above the rest in terms of things it prints which are false. 
They're absolutely false, and there's a legion of them. I could do a whole show. I'm going to do a whole show down the trail. I told you before I was going to do a show on Obama failures. A few weeks ago, I did that. I'm going to come back to it a little bit this week as well. Down the trail, I'm going to do a show on the false stories of the New York Times. Because, I mean, you don't you, you think of them when they come out and you go, oh, that, no, that isn't true. And then they have to do a correction a week or two later on the back page in the corner that nobody sees. And these are big stories. So the New York Times we're going to use as, uh, as a, a prime example. 95% of the stories in the New York Times, I'm not just pulling this number out of the air, that were printed while Barack Obama was president of the United States were pro-Obama policy, made him sound like a savior. And 98% of their stories now are anti the president, and they hide behind this claim that we're doing the job of the media, we're being the watchdog. That's bull. You are a political hack organization. And you should just admit it and not claim that you are reporting news. You are like People magazine. You are reporting opinion and bias to move the narrative. And you have been successful in moving the narrative. So when Donald Trump says fake news is the enemy of the people, he is absolutely correct. And he could not accomplish what he is accomplishing which we're going to get to in the next segment. If it weren't for his attack response, which is very unusual in politics, but it is what he is doing. And people are very uncomfortable with it. They claim that he says the media is the enemy of the people. I don't believe he says that. I believe he says fake news is the enemy of the people. If he has ever said the media is the enemy of the people. I would disagree with him, and I believe he would walk that back. I do not believe he is uh, uh, really uh, has that as his position. Fake news is the enemy of the people, and they are because they are so powerful in the moving narrative because sometimes it's all people see and they believe it to be fact. And I can tell you on the Victory Hour, we have taken the media and read verbatim what they wrote about the speech that Donald Trump did in Phoenix, the speech Donald Trump did regarding Charlottesville, and the lies that the media reported regarding what he said compared to what he actually said. And so they have spun this narrative so that when I have Angie Craig on, and I am talking about the numbers that come out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics for how this economy has been so outstanding. And she says to me in response, where are you getting your numbers? Well, it's not a wonder that she doesn't know where I'm getting my numbers because the media has a narrative. They won't report it. And they'll report something different, twisted and, you know, saying that, well, we were at a low ebb, but we're trending positive during Obama. Yeah, big deal. When you're like on the ground, on your back with somebody kicking you in the head, it isn't hard to rise to a a better level with help. And when Obama came in, yeah, we were trending better than the uh, horrific numbers that existed when he started, admittedly. But you can fix anything by pouring money at it and creating the biggest deficits that this country ever has seen. All the other presidents combined in terms of deficits. So this New York Times op-ed, written by a guy that writes, or a woman, I work for the president, but like-minded colleagues and I have vowed to thwart parts of his agenda and his worst inclinations. And then the New York Times prints in italics, kind of this, this uh, uh, disclaimer, The Times is taking the rare step of publishing an anonymous op-ed essay, period. You know what? That is the biggest crack. Yeah, the the rare step. Uh, We uh, 
we we are forced to do it, and uh, you had to really break our arm behind our back. Please, it's absolutely outrageous. Listen, I don't know who wrote this, but I think it's a 50-50 proposition between somebody in the White House having written this and someone at the New York Times having written this. I think it's a 50-50 proposition. I, I don't know, but you can't ignore it. When we come back, we're going to talk a little more about this anonymous op-ed. And then we're going to talk about Barack Obama on the campaign trail. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. Uh, it, it's, it's often referred to as an award-winning website, but you're going to learn a lot about a premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis and a law firm that understands how to win. Victory. Come back to the Victory Hour. We'll be here. I've never heard before And I can't find the love in her eyes. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. Hey, it's Nicholas Lima here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world, and it's open to the public. This place is simply awesome. There are five different sporting clay courses that provide 30 different shooting scenarios. Memberships are available as well. You can hunt pheasants, turkey, partridge, ducks, and more. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Maybe try some of their delicious bacon-wrapped pheasant bites. For pricing and details, visit horseandhunt.com. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. You want to see Ronnie Millsap? He's coming to the Twin Cities in the next few weeks. He won't see you, but you'll see him. And boy, I'll tell you, this guy, 
best of all time, as you all know. So I wanted to bring him to you today on the Victory Hour. As we play and talk about the foundational top drawer of each musical genre and of the issues of the day. Today we're talking about, uh, again, I, I usually don't talk about the popular news issue that is being reviewed, but this week the op-ed controversy, the anonymous op-ed controversy in the New York Times printing from the past week really underscores our threat to democracy. And by the way, the threat to democracy, despite the fact that the losers want you to believe it's Donald Trump, and you know who the losers are. I mean, it's not just Hillary Clinton and her cadre. It's not just the Democrat National Committee. It's not just the Democratic Party and all Democrats. It's not just those on the left. It's not just the establishment in Washington. It's also the media. The media sees that they need to drive this thing, particularly the New York Times, because if this becomes a big wave, they're going to have to start to shift their coverage into something that is factual and maybe even deliver news, possibly. I, uh, but, but at this point, they don't need to, and they're, and they're holding on, and they're trying to create as much controversy as possible. There's no question the president, who is not a politician and not uh, particularly adroit at the political establishment speak that we all have become so accustomed to, Frankly, even Ronald Reagan, who was a master at that speak, he was a politician as well. But there can be no question in the last 30 years there has been one conservative, one true conservative with a true conservative agenda, and that is Donald J. Trump. And you now are starting to see, certainly from a foreign policy and a domestic economic policy standpoint, how that is creating great dividends for America. So the biggest threat to democracy is not Donald J. Trump, I believe. I believe it is the loose nature in which the media has battled our elected officials to take over the narrative of this country and to drive the country in one direction. Hear what I'm saying there. Our elected officials, through representing us as the voters, are to drive policy based on the narrative that they derive from us. What has happened now is that the media, which has written things that I'm going to talk about in a second here, I'm going to talk to you about this op-ed that publishes things like this, that has no substance in it at all. It's just all opinion of this anonymous person. It might as well be an op-ed of the New York Times, which is why they published it. There is no specific detail, but it went along with the narrative that they have been pushing since the very day that Donald J. Trump was elected. And frankly, they were pushing well before he was elected, when every single time he came close to Hillary Clinton in the polls. So this op-ed, this anonymous op-ed, writes, President Trump is facing a test to his presidency unlike any faced by a modern American leader. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's true. I don't think so. A uh, modern American leader, uh, you know, they've, they've faced... Uh, Serious issues. When Barack Obama came in, he faced a serious economic uh, problem that he had to deal with. Uh, The test to Trump's presidency, what is the test? This Russia investigation? No, that's a joke and everybody knows it. So I don't even, I haven't talked about it once on my show because it is a joke. 
It's ridiculous. And this whole idea that Kavanaugh is going to be sitting uh, on the Supreme Court when the president is indicted, uh, it's ridiculous. He's not going to get indicted. And if he is indicted for anything, it'll be a political witch hunt indictment that had nothing to do with why Mueller was put in his position in the first place. And it'll be a farce. It'll be a political indictment. But regardless, this president isn't facing the test to his presidency unlike any, unless it's created by the media, and that's exactly what's happened. And so the New York Times reprints its narrative that it's been talking about for years now. Then they say, this anonymous op-ed says, it's not just that the special counsel looms large. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, the special counsel looms on. The only reason the special counsel looms at all is because of the media. And everyone acknowledges, even the Dems, they have not one piece of evidence to indicate indictment. It goes on to say the dilemma which the president does not fully grasp is that many of the senior officials in his own administration are working diligently from within to frustrate parts of the agenda and his worst inclinations. You know, it goes on. It doesn't name who the senior officials is. It's this big smoke that this person is trying to create. It doesn't identify a single agenda item that is attempting to be frustrated or a single worst inclination. At one point, it says, although he was elected as a Republican, The president shows little affinity for ideals long espoused by conservatives. Really? I mean, this guy's a fool. And then he cites free minds. Oh, the president's against free minds? He's totally open to them. It's the universities in this country that are against free minds. He's against free markets. Wrong. He is going to be the president that is going to eliminate or reduce tariffs. Yes, he is using tariffs as a weapon to do so, but in the end, we'll see. That is his strategy because he is a free market businessman, and it's ridiculous to think he isn't. He's just using tools that other weaklings haven't used, which is the other reason he moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and Israel, that the other weak needs would not do, which is the reason he tore up the Iran deal which no other Republican standing on that stage would have done. And now Iran is crippled and caving, and we're going to press more sanctions, and we're going to end up with a better deal. And then he completes it by saying, and he's against free people. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just this pablum from the left. He then goes on and says, in addition to his mass marketing of the notion that the press is the enemy of the people, President Trump's impulses are generally anti-trade and anti-democratic. That is, I mean, there are no examples given. It is stupid. And the reason that he doesn't give any examples is because he knows that he would be pilloried. Any debate he would be. Enemy, the press is the enemy of the people. He puts enemy of the people in quotes. He does not put the word press in quotes. Why? Because that's not what Trump says. He doesn't say the press is the enemy of the people. He says the fake news is the enemy of the people. And it is. The most undemocratic thing. They need to be held to standards. And it's now carte blanche, anything goes. Toward the end of this op-ed, after not identifying one specific substantive area in which the president is half-cocked, in which his impulses are the worst, in which he is anti-democratic, he says, we fully, uh, he says, "It, it may be cold comfort in this chaotic era, but Americans should know that there are adults in the room. We fully recognize what is happening, and we are trying to do what's right, even when Donald Trump won't. The result is a two-track presidency. 
You know what he just said? He just said, democracy is over. We'll decide. Not who you voted in. Don't even bother to vote anymore because the deep state, because us bureaucratic pencil necks are going to make the decisions for the president. And then he identifies Article 25, which is the removal of an incompetent president. And he does so without identifying one substantive piece. And all my dem friends out there are saying, well, it's all obvious. It's all obvious. Don't be so ridiculous and insulting, quite frankly. There's nothing that is obvious other than the fake news telling you and you using the facts of fakeness to support your statement of obviousness. It's worthless. So that's what I think about the anonymous op-ed. And I happen to agree the president should investigate. All right. Ronnie wouldn't have missed it for the world. You should not miss the final segment of the victory hour because it's going to be a hootin' hollering. Come on back. Go to parkerdk.com. Wouldn't trade one memory Cause you mean too much to me AM 1280 The Patriot Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyer partners at Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results... Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. There ain't no getting over me. 
that's what our listeners say. You know, you can walk out on me uh, anytime, but you'll remember the victory hour, four to five every Sunday or on podcast. 1280 on the Yours truly, Andrew Parker. I am here today talking to you about democracy and the real threats to our democracy. Uh, and I start with, you know, and I got to say that there are a number of my Democrat friends and many of my Republican establishment friends. Uh, who, you know, I don't put myself in any camp. I know it sounds like I am this Trump no matter what guy, but I, I don't agree with everything that he does. I don't agree with every, the way that he does uh, everything. And I think that he could be much more effective in doing it in a bit different way without becoming an establishment politician, which I think is not effective for what we need right now in this country and in this world. But I do think he could do some things differently. But frankly, most of the time, he proves me wrong. Uh, When I think he's overstepped, it's ridiculous, it's outrageous, he's created an issue. Well, the media creates the issue and they restate what he says and they state it in a manner that, uh, that raises an issue that really doesn't exist. We were talking about the anonymous op-ed, the New York Times being one of the uh, top offenders of uh, the fake news. I now want to talk about uh, another uh, part of our democracy, but one that a little bit unusual. Most presidents do not do what our preceding president is now doing. He's back on the trail. Let's listen to you-know-who. Uh, I mention all this just so when you hear how great the economy is doing right now, let's just remember uh, when this recovery started. So, so he says, uh, when you hear about how great the economy is doing, and, and people start laughing. They, they start laughing. Why do they start laughing? Because these are people that are reading and listening and watching things that do not reveal the fundamental facts. The economy is humming at historic levels. I've gone over it over the last several weeks. But there is some value in restating it. Three million new jobs just since Donald Trump came into office. 3.9% unemployment rate, a rate that Barack Obama specifically said was folly and could never happen. And we have a new normal, so get used to it. Manufacturing soon to have created 600,000 new jobs, a whole nother statement that Barack Obama said, that this is an ossified industry that will never come back. It is done. U.S., move on. No, Donald Trump said no, and he's the businessman. What, are you going to listen to the community activist? He was wrong. Obama was wrong. Consumer confidence at a 17-year high. The stock market at an all-time high. Black, Hispanic, youth, female, unemployment rates at historic lows. I want to say that again. Black, Hispanic, youth, and female. These are the groups many of whom were laughing when Obama said this. Their unemployment rate is at levels that Obama said could never be achieved. He was wrong. The regulation rollback, the trade battles that is going to reduce our tariffs, it's already started to. And now the final one. Actually, not final. Second to last lagging indicator. And I know something about economics, having spent a good time studying it. And I continue to study it. The lagging indicator is wage increases. And this week in the Washington Post, near and dear to the New York Times, the Washington Post, they had to publish on one of their, uh, uh, I think it might have been on their front page, that wages are now increasing at the fastest rate in nine years. 
Nine years. Let me think now. Going back nine years. Oh, Barack Obama had just taken office. Oh, wages were not increasing? Not even near the fastest rate. They weren't increasing but, you know, dribbles out of the faucet. Now U.S. wages growing at the fastest rate in nine years. Washington Post. Now the last indicator, which hasn't happened yet but will, is what happened in Bill Clinton's eight years. The deficit will start to reverse. The debt will start to roll back. That takes growth over an extended number of years. That is going to happen. Dimes to donuts. I'll put my money on Larry Kudlow any day of the week. It's going to happen. Obama said, nope, not possible. Hey, GDP, well above 4%. They notched it up to 4.2. Obama said never could happen. Obama was wrong. He's now going out on the trail. What do you want to do out there in the 3rd Congressional District when you go to the voting booth, which is now a plastic box, and you take the pen? What are you going to do? You're going to roll back to the days of Barack Obama? Because that's what you're going to get from the Democrat out there in the 3rd, Dean Phillips. He is going to support Nancy Pelosi policies against the economy of Donald J. Trump. Okay? So wake up, because that is absolutely critical for our safety and our security, as is supporting our police, etc., which and our military, which Barack Obama or uh, which uh, Donald J. Trump has done in uh, an historic way uh, in comparison uh, to the last many years. Certainly, the, uh, the the switch from one policy to the next. I know you've been waiting most of the show. By the way, we're going to be joined next week by Pete uh, or by uh, Karen Housley, I believe. We do not have her confirmed, but I believe she's going to be on the next week by Pete Stauber, the following week by Hennepin County Sheriff Rich Stanick. And in October, we got Dean Phillips coming on. We got Senate Democrat candidate Tina Smith coming on. You got to just be listening to the Victory Hour every Sunday or you're going to miss out. And we're going to talk about the Keith Ellison, Doug Wardlow uh, uh, race for attorney general, the top lawman in the state of Minnesota, uh, for sure. Every one of those weeks, we're going to talk about that race. Let's go to this week in history. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Well, I know you've been waiting. Uh, and wondering when I was done with my rant and drivel uh, to come to your favorite segment of the Victory Hour, This Week in History. What occurred this week in history? In uh, 1971, Nikita Khrushchev died this week in history. And in 1976, Mao Zedong died this week in history. Same week, those two uh, foundational figures in communism passed away. In 1998, this week, George Wallace uh, died, a, uh, an American in politics that uh, really had an impact uh, in, back in the 60s, certainly, on American politics. Barry White was born this week in history in 1944, and very important for our show and the democracy that we stand for. The Star-Spangled Banner was written this week in history in 1814, and I'll be standing for it and not kneeling. I hope you will as well. Be with us next week. We'll be back for the Victory Hour 4 o'clock Sunday. Until then, have a great week. You've been listening to the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. For more information, go to parkerdk.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. 
Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.